Welcome to the special edition episode on how to stay positive during this global pandemic of coronavirus. We discuss today with Carmen Schneider how can we prepare physically, psychologically and financially for lockdown and come out stronger on the other end. This is a must listen and must share with those you love and lead. Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself no matter what life throws at you? You are not alone. I've spent the last 6 years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice. Give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Hello everyone, welcome to Show Up with Priyanka. I am so excited to have my today's guest. Her name is Carmen Tina Schneider. Carmen is a transformational peak performance coach and business strategist that helps startups, aspiring entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to transform their now into wow. She is a keynote speaker at Price Waterhouse Cooper's CFO Talks. She has worked with top consulting houses like Accenture, Deloitte and excel at creating innovation through agile transformation in Vucard environment, VUCAD environment. A uh, retrenchment scare in 2018 has led her on this two-year journey learning from the expert investing by herself 300,000 to learn from the world's industry leaders like Tony Robbins, Dean Gaziosi, Brendan Burchard, Russell Brunson, John Keogh, and Wilson Paul O'Mahony and another 35 global thought leaders. She has taken the best from the best and compressed this into her programs. Welcome Carmen, so honored to have you here. Priya, it's an absolute honor to be on your show. I love your podcast. Thank you Carmen. The pleasure is all mine. Uh before we dive in further, Carmen, could you please tell our listener who Carmen is? Um well, Carmen is basically a mom of two kids that is also a widow, so I'm raising my kids by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm also working a full-time position and I'm transferring or I'm in transition to go into a nine going out of a nine to five and going full-time into freelance. I love that. Wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Carmen. Uh I did not knew that uh you had gone through that part too and like you're taking care of kids by yourself single mom i love that i love the spirit of you and how you are like even looking into the future with so much like this inspiration your story is inspirational and i want to dig into that today thank you it's a pleasure so carmen like how was your uh, childhood growing up oh it was fantastic i had a really really carefree happy 
sheltered childhood. I grew up in Switzerland in a tiny little idyllic Swiss farming community with like 100 houses and 50 dung heaps that came from like horses and cows. Mm -hmm. Um, We were like groups of kids and we were roaming the riverside, the forests, and we were playing outside. It was really, it was, it was a very happy childhood and quite sheltered. I love that. Wow. I want to go to Switzerland. It's, I have always seen that in our Indian movies. Like they always have that <laughs> as backdrop. <laughs> it's a beautiful country. Are you still in Switzerland? No, I'm actually in South Africa. I immigrated to South Africa in 1993 when I got a big opportunity to become the youngest brand manager for Omega Watches and Mont wow. Blanc Writing Instruments. That's amazing. Wow. 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 So which part of South Africa you are in? I'm in Johannesburg in a region called uh, Gauteng. Mm, love it. How do you like it there? So different, probably very different from Switzerland. You know, I must tell you, when I immigrated to South Africa, I really didn't know much about South Africa. I thought mm-hmm. that was going <laughs> to come and there was going to be like lions in the street. Oh, yes, safari. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I really didn't know much about it. And the first few years, I would say the first 10 years, almost felt like like being on holiday, mm-hmm. um, simply because it was so different. It mm-hmm. was it was just like you can go on safari, you can like everything is so different when you live up on like a thousand eight hundred meters above sea level, which is like wow. Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like you're in the sky. There's something about the sky in Johannesburg that just feels like you're right in it. it it's just different to Switzerland. Wow, so beautiful. Because Switzerland is also mountains, but it's so amazing. Like the feeling you have at jo- Josen, like how do you say it? Johannesburg. Johannesburg. <laughs> I did not want you to say it incorrectly, but that's amazing. That's beautiful, Carmen. So tell us the story of how you started your whole journey of like coming to Africa and then like doing your full-time job and then really getting into the entrepreneurship. What's what was really interesting is I was like born a rebel. I was like born with indigo energy, which is something that people didn't even talk about at that point in time. There weren't books who were really talking about it of how one is different. But maybe just to give like the the peak of what is different between other people who were born in those days and mm-hmm like people with indigo energy. Have you ever seen Harry Potter? Yes, yes. (laughs) And there's all these things that are flying around? Yes. Yes. Now now that Harry Potter has become a famous movie, everybody knows about what these things look like. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I perceived these things in my bedroom at night, and it was scary as hell. Mm -hmm. Um, There weren't people who could guide you when you had extrasensory perception. Yes. Um, when you were clairvoyant, clairsentient, claircognizant, mm-hmm. people didn't know these words. It was like 
at one stage, my mom took me to the doctor and, and she said, there's something wrong with my child. Mm -hmm. She comes every night into my bedroom and she's like talking about nightmares and, mm -hmm. and it sounds scary of, of what she sees. And the doctor just said, oh, she's got like overactive imagination, right? Mm -hmm. at, at that yes. point in time, people didn't know what, what extrasensory perception meant. Mm -hmm. So I, I felt like I, I never really fitted in anywhere. But um, so when I was about 18 years old, um, my friends took me to a movie and the movie was called Cry Freedom. Mm. And Cry Freedom is a movie about uh, apartheid activist, uh, mm -hmm. Steve Biko from South Africa. And it is about uh, a, a editor from a liberal newspaper, Donald Woods, who always wrote very critical pieces about that freedom fighter, Steve Pico. And when he got to know him better, he started mm -hmm. to change his mind. And what happened then is Steve Pico got taken into police custody and died there under a bit suspect circumstances. Mm -hmm. So um, Donald Woods then wrote a book about the death of Stephen Biko and the life of Stephen Biko. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting is because of the apartheid system, he then drew the attention of the security police to himself and had to leave the country to have the book published. Wow. And in this book, right towards the end, they show a list of all different apartheid activists who have uh, suffered uh, either torture or have died under very suspect circumstances and I had a very cotton wool upbringing in Switzerland and when I saw that movie as mm -hmm. an empath I couldn't stop crying I came mm -hmm. out of this movie theater and I couldn't stop crying mm -hmm. this was a very defining moment in my youth I was about I think 18 20 years old mm -hmm. they released this movie and I thought I can't believe that something like this happens somewhere in the world and I have to go there one day and make a difference. And five years later, I got the opportunity to come to South Africa as youngest brand manager of Omega and Mont Blanc. Mm -hmm. And so I changed the country and I immigrated at 25 to South Africa. And... I didn't quite get the chance to make a difference right there and then, but it was an intro into the country and to come here. Right. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. I love the whole story, how you <laughs> explained it and what was that aha moment. And I always, I was always like that too. I never felt I fit in <laughs> because the way I think was very different than how everyone will think of my same age and what I was like, I will always project this future and like really, like really honing in my personal development and like really seeing emotions and actions, how they tie together and uh, the energy. So Thank you for sharing that, uh, Carmen. That was really powerful moment for you. And just sharing that, it just feels like I can totally like, fe I felt it that I was with you there and like listening to you and seeing you <laughs> going through it. <laughs> you are a really good storyteller. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love so, stories. I love words. Yeah, so powerful. They're always powerful. So what was the goal back then when after you came back to, like after you came to, Africa, you started your 
uh, job with Omega and Mont Blanc and then how did you like what was your goal back then when you get went in like did you knew that you will be ending up doing all the work you're doing now not really you know at at that point in time i was literally selling omega watches and montblanc writing instruments now in south africa these were top luxury goods at that mm-hmm. point in time they they only had rolex and the next uh highest luxury item was then Omega watches. They didn't have all the Patek Philippe and and all the yes. other luxury mm-hmm. brands that you see nowadays. Right. So I just felt people are too scared because of the high crime rate that we had. Remember, apartheid mm-hmm. stopped in 1993, mm-hmm. and I came in 1993. Mm, so wow. it, it was kind of um, in 1994, we had the first democratic elections, which mm-hmm. meant that a lot more people were in different areas and the crime increased in the previously very safely kept white areas. and at no point in time would I say this was right, that mm. people live separated lives in separated areas and are not, you know, allowed yeah. to have free movement in the country. But it did change the crime rate, obviously, when I came to South Africa, that all of a sudden, because of the huge poverty in the country, there was crime where there wasn't crime before in areas. Mm-hmm. So people were scared to wear these watches. And I thought, what difference am I making when I'm selling luxury goods to people who complain mm-hmm. about the high insurance premium right. and are too scared to wear it, right? Mm-hmm. So in about year two that I was uh, that I was busy with that job, one of my work colleagues gave me a flyer of a guy called John Kehoe. Mm-hmm. Now, John Kehoe is the, the father of mind power. Mm-hmm. And he's very famous um, around the world, you know, doing the mind power seminars and all of this. And I went to go to his free talk. Mm-hmm. And on his free talk, there was something that sold me to go on his program. And he said to, to us, um, if you want to play tennis, just like everybody else, you can buy a book. Mm-hmm. But if you want to play with the best and become one of the best players, you actually mm. need a coach. And I thought, wow, that yeah. is really, that's just so deep. And I decided to fork out my first uh, couple of thousands mm-hmm. <laughs> to go on the John Kehoe Mind Power Seminar for three days. And that was really, it, it was another defining moment in my life. It was a catalyst. When I went on this seminar, it felt like everything that I always believed in that you are the person who creates your own limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody always said, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, and social convention and all of this jazz. And I, I was a rebel at heart. And I just felt, no, there must be more to life than just like the normal way of right. a nine-to-five job mm-hmm. and all of this. And John Kehoe really opened my mind and it it totally opened my journey into paying for knowledge, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm paying for people not through a degree or something but paying for people who have been on a self-development journey and have spent years and years exploring and experiencing different dimensions to what what is mainstream and 
Wow. So uh, I went on to a program from uh, by Terry Cohen, mm -hmm. which was like a real in-depth self-development journey where you kind of break through your own limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's it's probably the closest to what what you would be able to experience nowadays on a UPW by, by Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. So this wow. was like the closest to, to having that kind of breakthrough experience, that real deep um, transformational mm -hmm. experience. And I started facilitating. I was taken, I was smitten by, wow, it opens a new world. You know, mm -hmm. the first time I went scuba diving, I couldn't believe it. It was like, oh my goodness, this is a whole new world that people don't know who never go scuba diving. Right. Uh, it's like you you become limitless. You feel like I can do anything. Yeah. And it's just new, right? And yes. So yes. When, when I got involved into personal development, it was like, Oh my goodness, this is a new world. This, mm -hmm. this opens so many opportunities and I started facilitating. And ever since I started facilitating on this weekend, mm -hmm. was to, to help people to break through limiting beliefs and to just reinvent themselves, creating like a, a Priya 2.0. Yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Carmen, like uh, you have diverse knowledge and capabilities there, which you have developed through all these years. So now you are listening about this uh, COVID, the coronavirus, like which is like tough. I'm not sure how it is in Africa, but we are shut down here. We already had like 18,000 plus cases in US and... Uh, Everyone is scared and like have a lot of fear. There, everyone is only talking about that. And uh, how is like how you are coping up during this tough time? You know, um, I had a lot of really tough experiences in the last probably about twelve years, and one of them was my son was born ten and a half weeks premature, and. What happens is in a 10 and a half weeks premature baby, the lungs aren't fully developed, which mm -hmm. means that they have a, a fairly weakened immune system. And he had a lot of allergies and reactions to conventional medicine. So I had, um, I had to look for ways of how to learn how to strengthen my baby's immune system because the specialist, the pulmonary specialist, Mm -hmm. that was looking after my baby said to me, Carmen, the first two years, please, no vaccines. And wow. I was devastated. I was like, oh my goodness, how, how are we going to survive all these viruses like mm -hmm. the, the, the measles and the mumps and the rubella and, and chicken pox? And mm -hmm. you know that the vaccine are, industry yes. is like creating such fear that, that your child will be disfigured and it will die of measles and all of these That's kind of scary. things. So scary I, I, had, I had to look for ways to do deep research into mm -hmm. how to strengthen your immune system. And so I've got, my daughter was also highly allergic to some of the vaccines. So I've got 18 years of experience of how important it is to have a strong immune system to get through viruses and, and all of these kind of things. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I developed uh, 
a program that a mastermind that I'm going to launch like within the next two weeks, which mm-hmm. is called the power of three. Mm. Because your immune system isn't just uh, weak because of, for example, physical things that you do, but your immune system is also weak because of psychological things that you do, like mm-hmm. the stress and the anxiety. Um, people like, they literally addicted to their phones. They like upload like the death rate and the contraction rate on like five to 10 minutes intervals. And mm-hmm. have you got any idea what this does to you psychology? It is devastating. It creates such huge anxiety because you we live in an inclusive universe. So you cannot detach from something that you watch. So mm-hmm. whether you consume negative um, movies or horror movies or or go and watch the latest pandemic series on Netflix, any of those kind of things that produce anxiety, they will impact your immune system. Mm-hmm. And so I, when I put together the power of three, I was looking at which are the three areas where you can make the biggest difference and where you can really prepare yourself. So one of them is, is your physical, um, your physiology right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So there, there it is important that um, you obviously look at your diet. And mm-hmm. whilst I go very deep into this in my program, um, here I just want to say two things that you really need to watch out for your listeners. The one is the amount of sugar that you put in your system. Mm-hmm. If there was one big difference that you can make in your body, it is to limit your sugar intake. And I'm not just talking about the fizzy drinks, the cold fizzy drinks and like sweets and candy. I'm also talking about like flour, mm. like um, all the wheat products, the bread, the, the, the chunk food. Most of the chunk food has got dough, which yes. is made of wheat, which is uh, sugar. Mm-hmm. So like when, when you look at your diet, just watch what you consume, right? Yes. Because we're talking the power of three, so we look Mm -hmm. at diet, we look at exercise, and we look at precaution. Mm -hmm. The amount of people that are still eating popcorn out of the same (laughs) bowl, or or flings, or chips, um, people touch one another, and then they put stuff into their mouth. Um, Mm -hmm. It is just, people are not aware of how delicate the transmission of this virus is. It's like you go to the shops and you you have to open one of these freezers to take out uh, a cooled uh, salad or something. Now you've got the virus on your hands if somebody touched this before because the way this virus is contracted is through um, when you touch it, when you come into contact with it and then you go onto your mouth, you go onto your nose, you go onto your eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea how many times I touch my face per day. So awareness is key, you know, awareness of what have you touched and have you disinfected Mm -hmm. after you touched something. So that's like you you precaution, right? Yes. The next thing that um, you need to look at is your psychology. What is your mindset? How aware are you? How can you align and how can you take action? Mm -hmm. So... because we do the power of three, I'm looking at at your present, like being present. Mm -hmm. 
What do you do? Are you tapping into the hysteria, updating your phone every five minutes, which creates anxiety? Or are you feeding your mind? Are you becoming the role model for people? Mm -hmm. The minute you decide to become the role model, you automatically change your behavior and you make different decisions. Totally. Because when, when you ask, you know, what, what does a role model do? They like, they show up. Mm -hmm. right? Yes, show they up and direction. inspire and impact. <laughs> they, have, they have clarity. They know mm -hmm. where they want to go. They, yes. They're not just at the mercy of all the media frenzy and hysteria. They're not just going to let themselves be consumed by panic. So that, that is the one thing, because we do the power of three, we're not mm -hmm. just looking at the present, but we're also looking at connection, mm. connection with your inner being. You need to connect with your heart. People right now, they're looking for leadership and community. Leaders that are accepted around the world, they connect mm -hmm. with their heart, they develop heart coherence. So mm -hmm. we are in the power of three, we're looking at how to develop heart coherence. How can you connect to your inner being? And mm -hmm. it, it's kind of a little bit linked to, you know, that, that uh, map of human consciousness that you yes. posted the other yes. day. Yes, yes, of uh, that, David Hawkins. That like, yes. <laughs> wow, that's my favorite, favorite tool. You need to watch where you are on that map of human consciousness. Are you tapping into your fear or are you going into courage? Mm -hmm. Are you below the line of what, what attracts more disease, more stress, more negativity? Or are you above the line where you tap into inspiration, into connection, into courage, into being brave, being inspiring? Mm -hmm. I love that. And wow. Last but not least, um, we need to look at where are you going, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So you you can you usually one in one of the three scenarios, either people that are in lockdown right now or prepare mm -hmm. for lockdown, they go into panic because their their finances are going to be impacted some, somehow. So it it usually people who go into panic they dip into addiction behavior. Mm -hmm. They they consume like overly negative media. They consume Netflix like 24-7 because they literally don't know what to do with themselves. Their mind is all over. So mm -hmm. this behavior will impact the body's immune system, the mind with anxiety, the finances through inertia. Mm -hmm. Or you can be one of the people that are like lazy. Mm. That means you, you, somebody is paying your salary, so you're going to use this lockdown period to just chill out. Also addictive behavior, like consumption of all kinds of either drugs, legal or non-legal, you know, alcohol. Mm. Um, you fill your mind with Netflix, with all the thrillers and horror movies. And what will happen then is no value will be added and you, you just have excessive consumption and you kind of miss the, the opportunity. To grow, that yes. Is, this COVID-19, mm. there will be so many people who will make megabucks during COVID-19. Why? They tap into where we need to go. Where do we need mm -hmm. to go? We need to go online, right? Yes. If you have an events company, for example, um, in my power of three, we're going to look at how can you still live and mm. make mega bucks like never before. 
when you have an events company. So people usually say, oh, you've got an events company. Okay, you need to shut doors because nobody's going to go on events. No, mm -hmm. that's wrong. That's so wrong. There is so many opportunities when you take this online. It's yes, just totally. true. So that's the third scenario, right? You can be a leader and you yes. can say, okay, a leader, what does a leader do? A, a leader shows up, a leader makes a plan, mm -hmm. a leader is prepared. So what, what does preparedness mean? It means you create a routine. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just I hope we're not going to go over time. But No, that's I okay. Just, good. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> I, I just want to put, um, I've been on forced leave, literally, for 11 months last year mm -hmm. for the simple reason that they were investigating my boss. Mm. And obviously because they were investigating my boss, they were also investigating me. Mm -hmm. And that put me in forced lockdown because I wasn't wow. allowed to, to have any contact with anybody from work. So I was mm -hmm. in complete isolation. And I could say to myself, depending on how that investigation comes out, I knew I didn't do anything wrong and I didn't mm -hmm. uh, violate any company policies. But it brought to me the scenario that if you don't have a plan B, yes, you could be wiped out financially. Mm -hmm. So I literally went into an accelerated self-development and learning period. I said to myself, it's so easy to just give into the anxiety and just watch Netflix, do binge watching of all the series, and then what? Yes, what totally. happens if they rightfully or wrongfully decide I can no longer work for this company I will mm -hmm. be there with two kids I will have no income and mm -hmm. that's exactly where most of the people are right now mm -hmm. whether you have a salary or whether you have a business you don't know how long that lockdown is going to happen you don't know whether you're still going to have a job when you come back and what I did during those 11 months I learned everything I possibly could about how to take your business online and how to create the business online, mm -hmm. which has prepared me now because I can now launch a business online and I can offer that to my clients and I can offer my clients to even have a business, even if they don't have one. Within six that. weeks, 30 days, I can create the business for them with everything done, landing page, um, mm -hmm. sales page, order page, um, financial integration, masterminds, anything. And that is so powerful because it gets you out of wasting this time. This mm -hmm. lockdown is so important. I want people to realize that this is the time where they can decide what are my core values mm -hmm. and what I'm doing right now. Is it aligned to my core values? Totally. Do, I even, do I even know what my zone of genius is? Mm -hmm. Do I even know what my superpower is? If I'm in a salaried position, could I create an alternative finance stream? So if my company decides six months from now, okay, we need to let people go because we don't have enough money, I've already got something built up that can mm -hmm. work. You know, yeah, if you that. have a business, what are you going to do? Mm. Can you actually build now an alternative income stream? Mm -hmm. Because maybe you had a business that was face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. 
True. So that, that that is the kind of thing that I'm doing in the power of three, right? To to create awareness of the opportunities so that instead of going into anxiety and wasting the periods that we all gonna be not able to go out, to literally prepare yourself, create a plan B, have an ultimate plan B that either alternative income streams or mm-hmm. um, taking your business online if if you have a full-time business already but be prepared use this time to do something because money might become scarce if mm-hmm. you keep on doing what you've always been doing because we need to rethink we need to have a paradigm shift totally i love that i love that carmen what you just brought up because people are not seeing this but this is coming this is the second phase of recession coming up and yes. uh, we know we don't know like I, I before you i was just talking to one more lady like we were doing interview and she's actually um, she has been the scientist data scientist for hopkins institute mm-hmm. in us and she mm-hmm. has been looking at all this data of coronavirus and she was telling like uh, june by june we might get some uh, like get some kind of like a antidote which can help to reduce mm-hmm. this virus but this virus is might be coming back in fall also because it's a virus which goes and come backs and mm-hmm. then uh, she was just predicting that and i was like oh wow like we have to like people are not seeing the the concern or like just being like really proactive like they are trying to be more reactive right now but it's like really important as you was mentioning that you have to like proactively be physically and psychologically and financially strong during this time before you that hits you really bad you know when when you look for example at finance mm-hmm. right so many people's businesses they're going to be so impacted and in that program that that we're going to do we're going to also looking again at the power of three right mm-hmm. you need to be aware yes you need to align mm-hmm. and then you need to take action yes. so it's like when we talk about the power of three we we look at awareness so we mm-hmm. need to start looking at things of how can we contain cost mm-hmm. how can we maximize our cost and and it even goes so far as some people are not just sitting back and they don't do anything about it they see that they can't pay all their creditors but yes. instead of engaging their creditors explaining the situation and say can i just have a bit more leeway mm-hmm. they just sit back and do nothing and that mm-hmm. is devastating because the creditors are not going to go away right totally so we we encourage people to reach out to your creditors talk to mm-hmm. them make payment arrangements so that you can stretch your payments Mm-hmm. um then we talk about expansion how can you expand right now there is so many opportunities we talked about it just now and then we looking at forecasting i love forecast uh, forecasting is such an interesting thing right mm-hmm. everybody goes into complete panic right now because they say oh my goodness um the next 3 months are going to be a total waste i'm not going to make any money or i'm only going to make a quarter or, or, or um mm-hmm. i'm just going to have this big gap right mm-hmm. but when you have a solid business mind you don't do forecasting on 3 months you do yes. forecasting on trends year on year mm-hmm. and you look at quarter 1 q1 q2 q3 q4 and so what you need to do right now is no matter what kind of business you have is you need to look at okay if q1 is going to be a, 
a waste of time because <laughs> nobody's going to buy my product right now. How do I prepare for Q2, Q3, and Q4? Mm. What am I going to do that my Q4 is so much stronger that it can make up for the loss of Q1? So my business will still survive. So, I love that. I love that what thinking, kind of, what you just said, Carmen, yeah. like really, really being like thinking like, okay, whatever we have lost, how we can like work in future, what kind of projects we can start, which can really like catch up and you can fill that gap there. Yes, absolutely. Um, you, your business is not determined by one quarter, mm-hmm. unless you've got such a weak business that it obviously is, oh, yes. right? Totally. But then you should maybe ask yourself, should you kind of stop it or, or should you change it? Because if, you, if you've got a business like this, um, that is really just not a way, right? Mm-hmm. Then um, when you look at alignment, for example, what are you aligning to? What is your vision? Mm-hmm. If you were one year from now and you had the best year ever, what would your vision be? Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like look at the panic right now and the hysteria that we have in, in, in Q1. Look at what do you want it to be a year from now. And if you could restart, because this is such an opportunity to rethink, restart, re-strategize. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to be a year from now? And who can take you there? So remember the power of three, awareness, alignment, action. So mm-hmm. in the action part, you're then going to look, okay, if I want to go there and I don't have the knowledge, where is a coach? Where is a program? What can I do? What are the action steps that I can do right now so that a year from now, I'm going to be where I envision myself to be? I love that. And I have been using this time, Carmen, as you were mentioning, I'm really using this time to like refocus and write my vision, score values and purpose and like really getting focused on my next projects. And this is such a good time, as you were mentioning, like use this time to like really strategize because sometimes we don't get time to do those things. We are like just running, running, doing our day to day stuff. But this is a really good time to like really align and reflect and really start visioning. I love that. Such a good point, Carmen. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Carmen, like where our listeners can reach out to you if they want to like start this program with you and also like to connect with you to get more information. Yes, um, I've built the virtual community. It's called hashtag lockdown plus, And mm-hmm. it, it literally stands for lockdown positivity, right? Mm-hmm. My idea is to just blast each other with positivity, encouragement, and also give you kind of hints and tips of what to do, where to go, reach out for programs, etc. So hashtag lockdown positivity. Mm-hmm. And then obviously they can also connect with me on Facebook, Carmen Tina Schneider. Um, there's only one Carmen Tina Schneider on Facebook. Oh, really? Wow. To have such a special name. I know. There's only, wow. <laughs> That's there's only one of those in the whole world. So I'm, I'm fairly easy to find. Mm-hmm. And Schneider spells uh, S-C-H-N-I-D-E-R. Awesome. Schneider. I'm going yes. to put that in the show notes, Carmen, and yes. so that the use like so that all the listeners can reach out to you easily and uh, they need it they need your knowledge they really need to like learn from you the whole process of like 
alignment and taking actions and really taking advantage of this lockdown period and really being more focused on their own well-being and to inspire and impact others with their higher conscious energy, what we were talking about. I love this conversation, Carmen, and I can't wait to have you again back on Show Up with Priyanka podcast to talk all about energy work, which you have been expertise in. Thank you so much for being here today. It was such an honor, Priya, and I really, really hope that we can make a difference with this talk for all your listeners, your whole audience, that especially the forecasting is just so important. It was, totally. a, it was a pleasure yes. to yes. be on your show. Thank oh. you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, Carmen. It was all my pleasure too. <laughs> so today we only had this much time. If you want to learn more from Carmen, please do check out her website, her Facebook group, and also connect with her on social media, which I will be putting on the show notes. And please, please show up and be proactive during this time and take care of yourself and stay safe. Love you all. Take care. Join me on my next special edition episode on how to stay positive during this global pandemic of coronavirus with the nurse practitioner Jessica Altman. And we will be discussing how she's staying positive, seeing all the patients of coronavirus and what message she has for all of us on how we can keep ourselves positive and what are the prevention things we need to take care during this lockdown to protect ourselves and protect others. Talk to you all soon. I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.